When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal activist and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I'm the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. In its 25th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hempfest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren and an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hempresent is Dr. Richard Freeman of Grow Ecology, LLC, and he'll be with me in under one minute. Our ecosystem is a biological community of interacting organisms and their physical environment. Ecosystem management can be described as a process that seeks to conserve ecological services and restore natural resources while addressing the requirements of current and future generations. Or it can be viewed as the way in which we humans manage our need for resources and the impact we make on our immediate natural world in the process. As stakeholders, we all share a common interest in preserving and nurturing our biosphere as each one of us is both impacted by and an impact on the ecosystems that support us and our fellow life forms. The societal demands of transportation, energy, healthcare, agriculture, and waste require dynamic approaches to how humans address our negative effects on the environment. 
With the advent of legitimate commercial cannabis cultivation, agroecosystems now play an even more important role in responsible, sustainable ecosystem management. While the demand by the medical marijuana market for clean cannabis, free from molds, pesticides, and chemical fertilizers, may necessitate organic cultivation practices by some, probably the few, this does not necessarily mean that even these will be the most environmentally sustainable, low-carbon footprint growing practices available. For the regular retail pot market, there are many factors that can influence some commercial growers to resort to pesticide use that we'll be discussing today as well as other topics that relate to ecosystem management. Dr. Richard Freeman, or Dr. Rick, is the planner, designer, and consulting partner of Grow Ecology LLC, providing Washington State with ecological agricultural consulting for commercial-scale cannabis, found at growecology.com. Dr. Rick has a real PhD in forest management, and he says that his professional vision comes down to three simple goals, turning waste streams into soil, growing organisms of all sizes and types, and designing growing spaces and landscapes. And he's joined me in our digital landscape today on Hemp Present. Welcome, Dr. Dr. Rick to Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Vivian, and thank you, everyone. Thanks for your for your ears. You bet. We've got so little time to cover so much. How were you originally drawn to cannabis? Were you introduced to the herb socially before you took a scientific view of ganja like many from our generation? Yep, that's pretty much sums it. <laughs> Long time ago, 70s. So you were familiar with the herb and, and culturally, socially, you didn't have a big learning curve when it came to applying uh, your education and your work to cannabis? No, no, not, not in that sense. I had a huge learning curve in that there's so much involved in, in all this business of, of growing herb. But, but as far as the culture shock, no, I, I was able to get by that at a very early age. <laughs> but the politics is something a little different, though, right? <laughs> well, oh, it's – well, the, <laughs> uh, that's a bigger question. But yes and then no, it's still the politics of power. There's so much at your, at your website, growecology.com. What is it about your work you're most excited about talking about today, and what do you do at Grow Ecology LLC? The same answer to the same – to uh, both questions. Um, I design agricultural – ecosystems. And that pretty much sums it. I really try to build and design piecemeal ecologies that actually also maximize operational flows. So you've got to move things around to do agriculture. Uh, That's got to fit with your ecology as well. You've told me that you apply your tool chest of methodologies for assessing, planning, designing, and managing ecosystems large and small in ways that align with ecological processes and flows. How does that sentence apply to the cultivation of cannabis? Well, in in three ways. Optimizing flow is a big deal. We can't ignore operational flow, moving things around. Um, and the second is has to do with pest management. The the, su- the sum of that is increasing biodiversity, and um, that can go in a lot of directions. So I won't try, but increasing biodiversity, especially of the critters that thwart pests, and increasing biodiversity make matter in soil ecologies. So those are really the three foci, being able to move people and, and materials around, building soil ecology, and building pest ecology. When it comes to increasing biodiversity, how much is monoculture farming a problem in our society? Oh, it's a, it, 
it's just a giant problem anyway. That, that's that's a course, and that's a course when when you have like you know a half square mile of one plant growing, which doesn't occur in the natural world. For a whole lot of reasons that it, it's problematic, but yeah, it's, it's for one, it's just a giant pest magnet. For two, it doesn't provide the soil dynamic necessary to suppress pathogens. It's uh, it's pretty much built for machinery and and machine like logic. And uh, that's all built on, of course, capital return and and uh, the banking industry and such. What is Dr. Rick's radical mix? Radical. That's a play on words for one. The radical is just that that first root. And Dr. Rick's radical mix is just simply a germinating mix that people can get from uh, your website. It's it's a mix that a container mix that I guarantee you there's there's nothing else like it. It's not something that's available that I can just sell you in a bag, but it's something that I can help you build. And that's pretty much my focus is helping folks build their own, you know, their own systems, whether it's building their own container media ecologies or building literally their own past 14 critter attracting biodiverse flora. Yes. So, so you have a PD, PhD in forest management. Your yes. vision includes building urban small farms and food networks that use ecological growing methodologies, water collection, etc. There's a lot of people that don't have a PhD in anything that that kind of approach. How can the average person buy into or contribute to that vision? What can the average person do to help out? Actually, being willing to be involved in projects, whether they're professional projects or public projects like building an edible forest, uh, a community edible forest, and being willing, A, to learn, and B, to throw whatever talent that they have going for them into it. And so if you're a filmmaker, if you're an artist, uh, if you're an architect, if, you're, if you like to work a shovel like I do, I mean, whatever you like to do, Generally, a social project and use can find a niche for you. If somebody, say, took their lawn and replaced it with indigenous low-resource uh, plants, for example, something that small, does that make a difference? That's a great example, and it's a great example for, for two reasons. One, just the act of doing – well, three reasons. The act of doing that is symbolic. People will see it. It's happening in all sorts of neighborhoods. But two, it actually does accomplish the ecological objectives that you're trying to meet. But three, generally, uh, for example, in my case where I'm living, you're also going to have to go through the social political process of, for, for example, dealing with a uh, HOA. Right, uh, property anyway, management association or something yes. like that. And, or even in some cases a, a civic process. And the reality is, is we are just going to have to accustom society to these kinds of and having to deal with that obstacle is a great opportunity. It's really not an obstacle at all. You know, my my wife has left a lot of plants in our backyard that she would normally would have taken down. But the bees love them so much uh, that she doesn't have the heart to take them. Our, our backyard is really a little kind of a wildlife refuge sanctuary with bird feed off there. Uh, we only have one minute, but urban environment contribute to the overall problem. You have these huge urban centers. Well, it definitely contributes to the overall problem. 
But again, I just want to throw it back and say that that that, that means that it contributes to the overall solution. Because there are some really great projects going on in the urban sphere that really are, uh, uh, I should say, optimism inspiring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So I'll let you take a break at that. Yeah, a lot of you know, green buildings and, and rooftop gardens and all kinds of cool oh, stuff going edible on. Edible forests. I mean, there, there's just a ton of different vertical gardens, edible forest gardens, and people actually growing food for market in urban spaces, biomass projects, composting, the, the ones that edible forest garden projects, and Seattle's got a big one going. That, that kind of stuff to me is the most inspiring. Dr. Rick Freeman is uh, oh, sorry. Dr. Rick Freeman is my guest from Grow Ecology. We will take our first pause for the cause because there's flaws laws here. Word from our sponsors, advertisers come right back with our second segment. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Cannabis legalization efforts are increasing competition for businesses wanting to make it big. In this complex and fast-changing environment, only the savviest will survive. What are you going to do to stay ahead of the game? Enter New Frontier's free platform, Equio, the premier business intelligence, visualization, and marketing platform for the cannabis industry. With Equio, you can stay on top of your store's sales, trends, and competition, better understand your seasonality and broader sales trends, Identify and compare your top products and categories and cross-buying opportunities. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O.io to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed to Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Register before November 22nd for $200 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. Seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. We don't limit how much you smoke. 
and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Dr. Rick Freeman from LLC. Dr. Rick, in your opinion, what are our primary societal challenges in terms of managing our ecosystems? You know, what are people like yourself up against? In answer to the first question, our primary challenge is creating and adopting alternative lifestyles, patterns, adopting patterns of development. Development and lifestyle go together specifically in the direction of aligning with ecology and dealing with a lot of our everyday production uh, underwater, uh, increasing the amount of what we actually consume and use in every day to the local neighborhood and backyard level. Those are the, those are the, the big challenges that interest me. There's a lot of attention on climate change. There's a lot of attention on alternative forms and renewable, sustainable forms of energy, sustainable forms of agriculture. There's a lot of science going on. Nobody seems to be talking about our, our exponential quantum explosion in population. That's that's just <laughs> it's like nothing talked about. Seems to be the number one problem. You could have all the cars in the world. You, you, well, you could drive cars if you didn't have so many of them. We could. We could have monoculture farming if we didn't have so much of it. It seems to me it's really a numbers game. How important is just our numbers, our population? Oh, well, obviously, <laughs> that's just a giant factor. Um, it's the elephant and, in the room. Is it not the pink elephant in the room? Well, it is. Well, and, and part of why, part of the reason you don't really hear people talking about it is because it's kind of an intractable problem. Um and I mean, all all the alternatives are so repugnant that nobody yeah. really wants to talk about it. And I I don't have an answer to that. But I will say that anybody that's ever looked at biology knows that when we have a ticking time bomb here. Out, yeah, it's when time when food and water run out, that that um that critters die on all scale. If we run out of food. You know, if people start running out of food and water, we're we're going to see these population die-offs. And uh, I have no way of predicting when and where. And but uh, it seems pretty obvious to me. So yeah, I I don't know. Have that's a black hole ant question there. <laughs> I mean, to me, the only answer would be an awareness program that shows that they're going to bring people into the world. They're going to have a terrible quality of life in the future, and that. We should voluntarily have one child, you know. Um, and I say that having had three children already. Um, it just seems like like all the solutions that we have are for naught if we can't control our population. It, that's true, and I really have no kind of no idea on how to address that. But I do know this: that if we are that that no matter what, a necessary condition is creating the, the sustainable patterns. That, that I've been talking about. Patterns are, their basis is in institutions, and I won't get into sociology, but but it, it's just the everyday meaning, the, the common everyday habits that we have, uh, especially the lifestyle change, or the lifestyle habits. If, if 
no matter what, for a comfortable descent, so to speak, uh, into a world of less resources, we do need to establish these patterns and get comfortable with them uh, of having a comfortable life, not requirement. <laughs> that that seems like pretty much an, there's no other way around that one. And so these patterns are what I'm concerned with. Development patterns, uh, economic patterns, community, you know, relational patterns. You know, we, we, we have an – I have an iPhone and that iPhone was built to last a couple years, I believe, and it's all full of toxic uh, metals and stuff. And yeah. about 20% of them, about 20% actually get recycled, for example, on uh, planned obsolescence. Rare earth metals that are in, in contention uh, in a geopolitical global way. A lot of these rare earth metals come from countries that are A lot of them happen to be in Afghanistan. Warfare. What a surprise. Yeah, what a it, coincidence there's a bunch of them in Afghanistan, huh? Uh, and all over in, in conflict striven countries that you know there are these rare earth mines and and pretty pretty bad environmental and social conditions too uh and so yeah the we're <laughs> we're all sure am i have my little iphone we are really going to have to create new patterns new communication patterns but also new food patterns i mean or else come up with a way to uh live without water and resources well, you want to start a controversy, talk to people about changing their diet. <laughs> uh, yes, switching gears. Yeah. Switching gears. Well, yeah, I mean, just animal husbandry alone on the planet is uh, the primary source of, of uh, climate change. But try to have that conversation with people. Uh, sure. Colorado has seen large-scale recall of edibles. Uh, and in Washington, private researchers have identified forbidden pesticides in a variety of products. What are the dangers posed by commercial pesticide use on cannabis cultivation? The most important answer to that question is that we don't know. <laughs> right. We're, We're going to find out, this, aren't we? we? We are, but there's a lot can happen between we between now and when we find out because, you know, that research. But uh, the good news is that there really are alternatives. And uh, the idea isn't eradicating every little thing that moves that you don't want. Every mite. The idea is to keep those populations well below a level that, that are a nuisance, and we to can do that. Them, right, you manage them. Yeah, not- to manage them, correct, and we can do that with critters. And we don't actually a lot of the critters. Isn't that the problem with, with? Isn't that that essentially the problem with our entire approach? That we kind of see this war against the natural world rather than dancing with the natural world. Yes, we try to negate the environment. I used that language a little earlier. Uh, We try and negate uh, ecological flow. We negate and eradicate and exclude everything. And um, you can't do that, really. I mean, it obviously doesn't work for a whole list of reasons. It's not nice (laughs) to fool Mother Nature, as they say. (laughs) And, of course, it doesn't work. You build up resistances and dependencies and and you destroy good critters. But the good news is, is that you can attract good critters. You can buy good critters, and you can attract good critters, and you can bind good critters. You can work and, and keep your cost efficiencies in line with uh, integrated pest management, and then you can also attract critters, a, a lot of critters, and get a lot of the low-hanging pest fruit just using ecological pest management, using uh, 
grand diversity of, of uh, plants that attract pest predators. Without ever even, you know, you, you can wipe out a giant percentage of your damage potential without even coming near peppermint oil, for example. We don't even know what peppermint oil is like when you smoke it. No one, it hasn't been researched. So, <laughs> I've had some peppermint papers in the past. I didn't. I Remember was quite fond of that stuff. Labored papers. Oh God, I I hated those things. Papers. But I so, so 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 right now the way that our regulatory structure is and our energy prices, it's kind of pushing people to grow indoors. And which almost guarantees a level of pesticide use because the overcrowded conditions and environments are completely devoid of any kind of natural checks and balances, right? There's no good pests indoors, uh, so you're more likely to have bad pests and need to use pesticides. Is that accurate? Yes and no. There's actually – there are um – Simple strategies that were developed in the food industry now where you can bring your ecology on in. How folks look into banker plants, um, doing it well requires design, but people people can design. And, for example, you, you have – oh, here's – I'm just going to throw a number out. This is – it's completely all dependent on, on the specific site. But say you have 20 uh, pots that you roll around on uh, that have two or three three plants each that host uh, an ecology of uh, 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 stethorus or, or uh, uh, one of the uh, predatory spider mites, phytoseed. And so when you start have, when you have a trigger point, because IPM is all about trigger points, you roll in your, your little ecologies and set them up in, in, in your infested area and uh, away they go. You know, I mean, it requires a little creativity, but creativity plus the good cost-benefit analysis uh, is a great way to save money and, and not spray your plants with toxins. <laughs> what, what about carbon footprint from all this indoor growing? Oh, man, that one. I mean, that's, is that reconcilable? <laughs> I don't see how that's reconcilable per, personally. I mean, say you do an Eroy. Uh, energy return over energy investment analysis, or even an in second law of thermodynamic analysis. Any ecological analysis you come up with, you could justify in energetic terms, for, for example, uh, using all those lights. And I just don't see how that's possibly sustainable. I have friends that argue that with new LED technology possible, and, and um, maybe it is. But, but it's completely unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. I, you know? I think that's true. I, I don't. It, it we got it. We got we got the lar world's largest grow bulb, uh, grow light going uh, twenty four totally. hours a day. Ninety six million miles away. <laughs> I mean, you know, right within safe distance. Perfect. Perfect right? distance for a nuclear reactor. I'm talking to Dr. Rick Freeman from Grow Ecology LLC. We're going to take our final uh, pause. Hear word from our sponsors. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Everyone deserves the medicine they need. Aaron's premium CBD essentials and CBD nectar products are made from plant-based organic ingredients, grown and processed in the United States. Our unique formula of coconut oil and coconut water, infused with CBD oil, is ideal for all skin types and provides maximum relief. Aaron's Essentials was formulated by 9-11 First Responder and Stage 4 Cancer Survivor Aaron Sieber. 
As a cannabis connoisseur, Aaron began making and using his own lab-tested medicinal cannabis products to help relieve the side effects of his rigorous cancer treatments. Visit www.cannosaurbrands.com for more information on Aaron's essentials and learn how you can pay it forward. That's C-A-N-N-A-I-S-S-E-U-R brands.com. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants, healthy people. SansalCBD.com. Improve your lifestyle naturally. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little, your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Legal to listen to all over the world. We're just not sure about France. Cannabisradio.com We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with our final questions for Dr. Richard Freeman from Grow Ecology, LLC. Dr. Rick, we got about two. In your opinion, what are a few of the most basic pervasive myths that are still out there about organic farming and gardening? That essentially you can substitute one compound that is organic for another compound that is not, for example, listed as organic um, and really have a organic healthy growth. In my opinion, they involve two different ways of, of uh, conventional and organic. It involve two different ways of looking at the ecology. And so being able to just intervene and, and use uh, these pretty much drastic direct controls over and over and being able to call that oh, in the context let me back up of a monoculture is really not in my opinion an organic biological approach dr uh, rick freeman from grow ecology llc uh how can people find out more oh there's a there's a myriad of ways i've written a few papers that i've posted on my website growecology.com and contact me. It's easy to contact me via phone, all that information, phone, email, and, and look around. There's just so much information out there. That's kind of summarizes it. Dr. Rick, thanks so much for caring about our precious Gaia ecosystem. Uh, thanks so much for being on Hemp Present, bro, and good luck with your sacred work. 
Well, you're welcome, and thank you. I really appreciate the work you do, and and thank you, listeners, for uh, lending me your ear. All right. Well, take care, bro, and hempy uh, hempy trails to you. Back at you. Thanks. Now we'll get to a weekly feature here presented on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is, and I quote, My garden is my most beautiful masterpiece, and that is the French Impressionist painter Claude Monet. That includes this installment of him present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank my man Brasco in the control room and all of the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for more reefer repartee and cannabis cannabis confabulation with some hempy, hemposapien on a journey to justice because when it comes to prohibition you have the right not to remain silent activism requires a voice so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile until then my friends stay strong stand tall and toke it easy don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com the hempresent theme song take back the plant is performed by Stickerbush, sung by a much younger version of myself turn up the music maestro I'm out marijuana THC Sweet sativa, Dicko Queen, Santalia, The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.